Okay, so welcome back to Cloud Conversations, episode 71. I am your host, Harvey Banks. If you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or you've said Alexa, play Cloud Conversations, first of all, thank you. Second of all, please leave a review, a five-star rating, anything to let these tech companies know that this is the type of content that you like to consume on a Monday morning. Uh, on today's episode, we're going to get right to it. Uh, Roe versus Wade, Supreme Court overturns it. We're going to talk about, I mean, I guess kind of what it means, but I'm not going to go in depth about it just because, like, I believe that the loudest voices in the room on this issue should probably be women. But I'm going to attempt to give a different perspective on it. Uh, and then I'm going to end it with a good word. And we're going to be talking about pouring into our own cup a little bit. But first, you know me, man. If you've been around here, you know I start with the jams. And I feel like the jams are maybe especially needed today. So I might let that rock for a little bit longer. It's Cloud Conversations. I'm going to see you on the other side. Let's go. I don't want to write this down. I want to tell you how I feel right now. I don't want to take no time to write this down. I want to tell you how I feel right now. How I feel right now. Okay, so like I said, let's just get right to it. Um, so the Supreme Court has overturned Roe v. Wade, which essentially provides protection for women or federal protection for women to be able to get abortions and have access to, you know, those types of services when needed or when wanted because it's 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 their choice. Right. Or it should be their choice. That is. And I'm trying to figure out the best way to attack this. That way, I don't want to I don't want to come off as insensitive to any side or anything like that. But like. The tone that you hear in my voice is not indifference. It's just it's fatigue, maybe because like these I feel like. I feel like I came on here before and I spoke about, hey, you should probably care and pay attention when it comes to what they're doing to other people's rights and other people's like other groups rights. So like even when things don't affect you, sometimes this can be a precursor of what's coming down for you. Case in point, like I know you guys remember during the pandemic when. There was a lot of civil unrest because, you know, it was police killing black people, which I mean, has been happening for a long time. But I think maybe the for the first time, like everyone was sitting still enough to notice and everybody was like so sick of talking about covid during covid that like it, it dominated. Right. And it's um, it was an interesting time during that time because you had people that were really uncomfortable and that was really concerned about, you know, the rights of minorities. And then you had people that like, not necessarily racist, 
They're just kind of indifferent about it because it doesn't affect them. Right. And I remember during that time explaining to someone who was like, yeah, like the conversation was about the race stuff going on. And she was kind of like, yeah, I tend to not get involved in all of that just because like I don't really know enough about race. She was she was a white lady and she's like, I don't really know enough about race and like I don't want to say the wrong thing. So I just kind of don't say anything, but I don't think anybody should be getting unjustfully killed by the police, which is a fair stance to take. Right. Like, and I, I, Lord knows I wasn't going to criticize her for having that that opinion. But what I kind of mentioned to her was I was like, yeah, I was like, but you need to pay attention to everything because like today they might be coming for my rights as a black man. But like. If they can successfully fuck my shit up, don't think they're not going to encroach on your shit as well, because like that's what this thing is. Once you see a pattern that works, you just got to keep you're going to keep pushing towards it. Right. And so it brings us to like current day. And you know what? Let's not even go current day. Right. Let's take it back to what happened on that January 6th. Right. When they stormed the Capitol. Um, That was really that might have been a better example, because when it comes to that, I've seen a lot of people, Republican, conservative, good people, friends of mine, quiet. Right. And I knew that the, the silence and the quiet meant. I'm a Republican and I'm a conservative, but I don't really fuck with what they doing. And that's cool. But. Being quiet <laughs> when there's unrest usually just makes the people that's like engaging in the. I don't know, political warfare think that you're OK with it. Right. So then they can just keep going a little bit, a little more, a little more. A little more. I keep seeing this meme shared and I like it because it's it's true. (laughs) Uh, Children do this, too. And it's basically saying, like. If you let them just keep taking small steps into your rights, like they'll trick you into taking over all your rights and they'll give you the perceived. You'll have this like perception that you have all these rights that you don't really have because slowly and slowly, like they'll push and push and push until they feel outrage. And then once the outrage hits. Like they'll take 10 steps forward and then like on the 10th step, outrage happens and they're like, okay, 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 fine. And then they'll go back to nine. They won't go back to one. And then time will pass and then they'll take two or three steps more forward and you'll be like, okay, 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 okay. Then they'll go back to 12, right? And so it's like, uh, to me, this was like the natural progression of things. And it's it doesn't stop here. So it makes me think of like, This isn't a this isn't an attack on abortion. This is extortion. They had the words wrong. This isn't even about abortion. It's about extortion. And let me explain. So. Politics. Like. Gangsterism, (laughs) when it comes to extortion, the problem with extortion is like. You can pay, 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 and it's never really going to be enough. Like they're always going to ask for more. And that is the trap with extortion. So if you open a business in a neighborhood 
that is controlled by a certain gang. And I know a lot of you have no idea what this comparison is, but like, trust me, this comparison is real. This comparison happens a lot. And it's the first thing that came to mind for me. So y'all got to just kind of roll with me on this one. But like if you open up a business in a neighborhood controlled by the Crips. And you start to have problems at that business, windows getting broken, things getting stolen, this, this and that. You're going to get a visit one day and he's going to be a representative of said Crips. And he's going to say, yeah, we like your business. Like we, we come here, we fucks with you and everything. Um, we heard you've been having some problems. OK, cool. So like we can help you make these problems go away and you don't have to worry about problems going forward. But I got to become Crips. No, 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 no. You don't have to become a member of Crips. You just keep doing business as normal. And then like, I don't know, a thousand a week should cover it. And so you think about like, I got to pay these dudes a thousand dollars a week. But my business is being threatened if I do otherwise. As in like the windows are going to keep getting broken. This, this and that. So you pay the thousand dollars a week and it stops and you're protected and no one's robbing you. And it's cool and it's cool and it's cool until it's not. And then one day they're like, yeah, man, things has changed. It's going to be fifteen hundred a week, bro. I can't afford fifteen hundred a week. I I really don't know what's going to happen to your business then. Right. So that's called extortion. And that is what the government does to us every single election cycle. So let me talk to Democrats for a second. Just because I think this needs to be pointed out. I think it needs to be said. And if it does offend you, then great. You're free to to debate me on it. But as long as you have to think about this, then I've done what I want to do. The Democrats have been extorting votes out of Americans forever. Right. Think about this. 2016 happens. Just prior to 2016, they told you what? You must vote. You must vote. You must vote. You must vote. We need your vote. We need your vote. We have to have your vote, which on the surface makes sense. It's how elections work. It's how governments work. Cool. So we vote. And then 2016 happens and Donald Trump wins, even though he had three million less votes than Hillary Clinton. Hmm. That's a weird way to work a system of voting but it's the electoral college and i do understand what the electoral college is i'm just challenging its origins and like kind of whatever not going to go into that i want y'all to stay with me here so they tell you to vote they tell you to vote you go out and do that you get more votes than the other person and you still lost Mm, sucks but that's 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 politics i guess right So then 2016 happens, Donald Trump becomes president, and they tell you for four years, for four years, the only way to change things in this country and undo what he's done is to vote, 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 vote in your primaries. We need to take the House. We need to take the Senate. We need to take the White House. We need we need all of this stuff. We need you to vote. We need you to vote. It's more urgent now than it's ever, ever been. So you do that. And you go out and you vote in record numbers, right? Record numbers. So the Democrats have the House. Democrats got the Senate. They got everything. Oh, it's a clean sweep. Change is coming, right? 
I mean, I, I've been paying. I've been paying my extortion fee. So change has to be coming. I have to have protections, right? Because that's why we spent hours voting, hours, days, weeks, months, mobilizing, doing all these things that you told us to do because you said you needed to win the House, the Senate, the White House, and all because you need the power to save our country, to protect the rights. But now you're not doing anything with it. Like literally, what's you've got all the power, you've promised all the protections, you've done all the things, and you've came through on nothing. Now, don't get me. This is not an endorsement for any fucking Republican. Don't get me wrong. Just as nasty. They're all nasty to me. But like, I just need it needs to be called out that like you asked for the power. You begged for votes for the power. You got the power and the power was supposed to be to protect the people. And you couldn't do that or you didn't do that or you won't do that. Shouldn't there be some kind of consequences for that? Because abortion is like the first, that's the first kick of the stone over the hill. We know this. The old nigga already said that. He already talked about, hey, we need to revisit this and revisit that and like revisit contraceptions and revisit uh, gay marriage and revisit all of that. Do y'all know what's going to happen when they do? Because they will overturn protections for gay marriage. I am telling you right now, it is coming. It is probably absolutely next. What he was doing with that opinion was preparing you for what was coming the same way the opinion got leaked that they were about to overturn Roe versus Wade. Give you a few months to stew over it. That way you don't absolutely burn this bitch down when it actually happens and it's not a shock, right? That's what they're doing. It's next. What's going to happen when like I seen this really, really, really informative tweet and damn, I wish I would have remembered the name, but I just read it, consumed it and kept moving because but I thought it was great. And basically it was saying, hey, to all of the gay people out there. Um, People in gay marriages with children, with family, all of these things. Get your affairs in order. And this this is my mother is in it is gay. She's in a gay marriage. And like, I'm going to find the tweet and text it to her just because like, I mean, I think she's good. But like, we also live in Indiana. So like, eh, (laughs) not the most progressive state out there, but like if their union And your marriage becomes non-valid at that point and you die. Your assets and things, what happens with that health care for people that aren't legally married anymore? What happens to that? Like. Gay couples that have adopted children, if their marriage is no longer valid, than the actual parent of the ch- like it's a I again those are a lot of issues that I don't know the answer to and I won't know the answer to because I'm just not him when it comes to that but like it's coming all of it it's all coming what do we do to stop this honestly I have no idea <clears throat> excuse me but like 
this this it's been it's been on this path for a while. So I I do while I do understand the protesting and I do understand the outrage, but it's like at what point are we going to do something different? Because like we stood in the streets when black people was getting killed. Well, that didn't really change much. We've stood in the streets for you know when Trump was just out here wilding. That didn't even actually get him impeached or removed from office. He's been out of office for a while now. Y'all told me he was going to jail. Didn't go to jail. Ain't going to jail. Probably going to run again in 2024. Probably going to be the president in 2024. So, like, at what point do we maybe say, hey, ain't the political system kind of broke? Because now it's not just not working for brown people or minorities or black men or it's not working for white women either. It's not working for Americans. I mean, it's working for some Americans, but like, think about that. It's not working for the majority of Americans. That system doesn't work. How do you fix it? I don't know. There's other people with way more intelligence and education to kind of maybe give you a where this shit broke down. But like, it's kind of messed up. And so I don't like to leave you with a bunch of problems and no solutions. So as as far as a father of daughters, right? This this impacts everybody. But like as a father of daughters, I am telling you. It's not safe out here. So my plea isn't to the women to tr- to do anything, because, again, like I'm never going to try to be a voice for something I, that the women need to do what they need to do with this. And like we just as men need to support them. Right. So like let them speak and fight for their rights because this affects everybody. And like. I'm down to do whatever needs to happen to protect women's rights. But like as fathers, so I'm going to speak to the fathers out there. The protection of your your daughters and your children is going to fall on you and you have to be like proactive about these things. So. How do I want to say this? Um, As the father, as the parent, we can't assume anymore that our government is going to provide protections for our children when they get in like situations like this or, or even other situations. If we're talking about sons and like civil liberties and stuff like that. So we have to instill measures in our children that way. They are they know how to handle themselves and they don't come up relying on the government to kind of help them or allow them to do anything. Right. There's ways that we as black people have moved for 200, 100 years right now where we just move in a slight different America. So we got to do things slightly different to be able to, like, survive in the confines of this structure. And so, like. We need to impart that on our children Cause I know that I really haven't because like I look at my children, I'm like, damn, their life is way better than mine was growing up. And I was, I didn't have a bad life at all. Like I had love. I never missed a meal or anything like that. So like, I'm not trying to say I had a bad upbringing, but I look at them and they've like, it's just so much better for them that at times I get comfortable with that. And like, I don't want them to get too comfortable and naive with that as well. Just knowing that daddy's going to protect me or, that maybe things ain't that bad because we just don't know about it. 
So I think we have to start having conversations with our children about like, hey, we got to navigate things a little bit different now. And if you teach them younger, then like they'll grow into adults that know how to navigate a system that's not necessarily protecting them. If that makes sense. I'm going to leave this subject because like, yeah, just because I'm probably not the best voice, but this is my platform and I, I needed to get this out just because I've been thinking about it for a couple of days now. Um, if you're out there protesting, if you're out there, you know, mobilizing, doing all those things, I think that is great. Please protect yourself when you're out there. Stay hydrated. Um, keep fighting. If if the fighting is what you believe in and keep doing that, uh, just know that I'm rooting for you, cheering for you. I, I, although I don't know that that's the best way to go forward, I also don't have a better option. So just keep pushing. I'm going to see you on the other side of this small break. Okay, so I told you guys I was going to leave you with a good word today. And, you know, of course, I'm a man of my words. So I'm going to do that. Um, lately, man, I ain't going to lie. Lately, I have been going through something. I feel like Kendrick now. Lately, I've been going through some things. And in going through these things, it has made me very introspective. And introspective me tends to be my favorite me. Um, just because... It allows me sometimes my comfort and my stress relief comes from just being introspective with myself and like really, really analyzing who I am and who I am to others and kind of like my. I don't know my social credit and what I mean by that is like how my friends would describe me even if I wasn't there. Right. Um but in going through some things, like I have noticed some things that like I take pride in if um, if my friends need me, they know to call me because if I don't have the answers or a way to help, I am going to drop what I'm doing to find answers and find a way to help. And so, like, I'm a solution guy. I'm the problem solver for a lot of people. So when they call me. I work to solve these problems, even when I got problems of my own that I don't know, maybe even be more dire than the problems they have. I never burden them with that. I'm just like, OK, cool. You came to me. I got you. Let me see what I can do to help. If I can help, I definitely do. There's never a question or sometimes like I, I proactively watch my peoples. Right. And I know if they going through some stuff, but they just ain't asked for help yet. So I don't ha I don't like to wait until they have to ask me for help. I will ask them, hey, yo, you good? Do you need anything? And like this thing I used to do a lot and I used to like if I would have a bad day. I would get on my phone and I would literally just text five, six people and say, yo, do you need anything out of the blue? And like most of the time it was nah, why? What's up? And I was like, nah, just if you need something, let me know. Occasionally, I would get some responses. A lot of it would just be like, "Nah, I'm good, man. I just kind of been going through it. And they just needed to talk or, you know, they, they needed an opinion on something. But like helping them would in turn be helping me. And that's what I would do to make myself feel better. A lot of stuff. But like it that might even have developed like some. Tendencies that maybe weren't sustainable or great, because like now I look at my life and like 
I help so many people and I do so many things for so many people that they don't recognize that they don't understand that, yo, it's this, it's this easy because I make it easy. You don't have to think about it because I already thought about it and did it. And so, like, when times come up that I need things. It feels terrible knowing, A, I have to ask because you didn't even notice. And then, B, I don't even want your help if you're going to act like it's a burden because I don't ask for help much at all. And so. That's how I was feeling, and it took me down for about a day and a half or two days. Right. And then I came out the other side of it, but I came out differently. So normally I would come out of it and be like, hey, that's more of a reflection on them. Stay focused on who you are. Just keep being you. If, if that's how they act, that's how they act. Oh, well, just move on. Continue to do the things that you do. Right. And, and that's cool. But like that's a loop and that's a cycle that gets me back to these weird mind states that I don't want to ever be in again. So I was like, I told myself this time, yo, I don't ever want to feel like that again. And so I got to the realization that maybe just maybe I'm taking things way too seriously. Also, perhaps I've overextended myself to people when it comes to like access to me and access to problem solving. Right. And so I was like, I need to retreat that a little bit because I think I'm taking things way more seriously than everyone else is. And that leads to problems because like to me, when you take things seriously, you have a sense of urgency and a sense of urgency with things is good unless everyone's not playing at the same speed. And if everyone's not playing at the same speed and you have a sense of urgency, then you're going to feel like this isn't that important to them or they're just relying on me to do these things. And there's there's going to be this feeling of a lack of appreciation. So my advice to you and well to myself as well was to take a step back and maybe focus on yourself, like analyze all the little things you do for people that you don't have to. And you're probably going to have to stop doing some of those things, right? There's probably conversations that you have when the phone rings that you don't want to have because you know, it's the same conversation over and over, but that's your girl or that's your friend. That's your homie. And you know, you got to do it, even though they're not going to listen to you, even though, you know what I'm saying? Shit's not going to change, but you do it because that's your, you don't have to do that. You don't have to do that. I have found over the last couple of days that when people ask you for something that they're just accustomed to getting from you and you decide that I'm not just going to keep doing these things anymore. All you got to say is, yeah, that's crazy, but good luck because people will find out their own solutions to their problems or they will realize just how much you do for them. But chances are they're just going to end up blaming you for their problems anyways. So because it's funny because people, you know, you could do 100, you could do 99 favors for someone or 99 things for someone. And they're only going to ever remember the hundredth that you didn't do that. That number, that one thing that you did not do is what they're going to remember and kind of describe you to others as. And that's cool, man. You can't you can't be fighting those battles like. Pour that shit back into yourself, re retouch and reclaim things that just make you happy. Um, I've been listening to music for the last four days. Not even new music, just music sounds so different when I'm not worried about everyone else's problems. When I just be focusing on me, 
I'll be in my room. I'll be in this little studio here and I got my AirPods in and the music is sounding so good because music can take me to so many places. And it's been my safe haven, like through these trying times mentally. You know what I mean? So like I was able to like reconnect and retouch with that Um, sports as well. Just family, whatever it is that you like to that, you know, just brings you the absolute joy. Man, chase that. Don't worry about the perceptions and nothing else. Don't worry about helping grownups do their thing. Don't worry about what they're going to say because you stopped doing the, the things you was naturally doing for people and you cut that off and now they mad at you and now they talking to other people about, well, he don't do this and he don't do that. Fuck that shit. Pour yourself, pour into yourself. Find the things that make you you and just focus on nurturing that once you are in a great space trust me you become bulletproof right so like the bullshit that they was gonna come to you with they'll stop coming to you with it because you just read differently if that makes sense so yeah that's that's my good word for you guys for today it's monday this was episode 71 um I will be back this week. I don't know if it's going to be Thursday or Wednesday, but I will be back. Um, there will probably be no guests just because I'm, a, I'm I'm at the point now where I'm going to zero guests from here on out. Just because like, man, people so unreliable, so unreliable that like it's just. Uh, sometimes you got to do it yourself, but I built it myself and y'all here, so. I appreciate that. If you're on Instagram, go ahead and give at Cloud Conversations Pod a follow at Cloud Conversations Pod. Um, like, review, uh, suggest this to a friend, send them a text message, all those good things. It's Cloud Conversations. And I appreciate you listening, especially if you made it this long, because, you know, I just appreciate it. <laughs>